0: Hello and welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast. I am your host, Michael Sherlock. Each one of us holds great potential, and tapping into that potential is my passion and my mission. Shock Your Potential is a global leadership training company dedicated to creating positive, productive, and profitable workplaces. We develop, nurture, train, and guide leaders at all levels and at all points in their career. Through this podcast, I get to interview amazing leaders who are shocking their own potential and the potential of those around them. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and shockyourpotentialpodcast.com. And don't forget to check out my two best-selling books, Tell me more how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and Sales Mixology why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Join us now as we meet another great guest. And don't forget, subscribe, rate, and like us today. Okay, I know you've all been waiting for this because we've talked with many of our uh, guests about the importance of a resume and the role that it plays today because it's it's a changing uh, factor, but it's such a critical tool. And we're gonna talk today about how to make sure that your resume is your most powerful marketing tool because you can't forget that you are marketing yourself as you are entering the job market or changing job positions or trying to re-enter after a timeout. It's critical that you look at this tool as something that makes it and breaks you. So um, welcoming to uh, the the show right now is Jackie Hayes, and she's a three-time author, motivational speaker. She's an empowerment consultant, and I'm hoping we're going to get into that just a little bit as well because it's so important. Her focus is to help people not only achieve a level of self-confidence that they need, but to leverage that and really use that to help them in in this case, in the job search process, although she uses that in many other areas. She's got over 20 years of experience in human resources and talent management in major industries that are going to affect a lot of you that are watching like healthcare, telecommunications, technology. So she's seen it all from a lot of different perspectives and has such incredible, valuable information. So first of all, Jackie, welcome to our Shock Your Job Search Potential Summit.
1: Michael, good morning. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you.
0: Absolutely. Well, so I'm going to let you, I gave you a brief introduction, but you know, will you tell our viewers a little bit about yourself, you know, your expertise in this area, and why, you know, helping people find empowerment, especially through their resume as a tool, is something that's such a passion project
1: for you? Yeah, sure. So, with my 20 years of experience in human resources and talent acquisition management and consultant, I've hired thousands of individuals and I've coached individuals on how to get the job of their dreams, how to position themselves in the job market to secure a position, how to get a promotion. And so I enjoy helping individuals um, get out of, well, let's see, how do I say that? Help them get around some of the barriers of actually trying to get a job or get a job promotion because of my 20 years of experience. I'm on the side. We are the team that actually reviews the resumes to get it to the hiring leaders to who make the hiring decisions. So just providing individuals with the necessary tools, tips, and resources to help them really get in a position to get their resume from the right team to get the interview, to get the job. And, and I absolutely just love it. Helping individuals get, the skills they need or the tools they need to be effective to get the outcome that they desire.
0: It's so important because the resume is the first tool that
1: can either get you to the next level in the actual interview or not. I agree. And that's one thing I try to educate individuals on. Like your, The resume is the marketing tool. It's the tool that offers, that will give you the opportunity to get the interview. And I find that um, some people get that confused thinking that the resume um, will get you the job. That's it. The resume gets you the interview. How you position yourself during the interview is what could get you the job. And so really having a really strong marketing tool, meaning a really strong, robust, vibrant resume is your way of saying, Hey, I'm the right candidate, right individual for this position. Take a look at me.
0: So what are some of the best tools or ideas or things that people should be considering in order to make that resume a truly powerful marketing tool?
1: One thing that's really critical is, and I educate this over and talk about this over and over again, is when you are searching for a job, take the time to formulate your resume, organize your resume that speaks to the job you're applying to. Many people just put their old resume out there and say, hey, I have the experience. I've been doing this for years. The company's going to see I'm a fit. Well, the job market is uber competitive, Michael, which you know, so that is, philosophy no longer works in today's global job market. So what I advise individuals to do um, to give them a competitive edge is to take a look at the job announcement or the job posting of the job requirements and look at their relevant experience that relates to what's listed in job requirements and organize their job duties, their job history that speaks to what the company is looking for. And the advantage of that is so that when someone like myself, um, or anyone in the HR capacity, when they look at the resume, the the resume is clearly outlined where the individual who's reviewing doesn't have to do any guesswork. And the more guesswork someone has to do, the more chances are your resume will not get advanced to the next phase. So take it the time to just work on your resume because that's your marketing tool. Organize your skills, knowledge, and experience that relates to what the company is looking for, and tell your story to let the potential employer know that, hey, I'm a candidate worth talking to about this opportunity. Here's why. Because based on what you're looking for as an employer, as a potential employee, here's what I could bring to your company or to your organization. It's so important, and people often overlook it,
0: I was just speaking to somebody a couple weeks ago, and she was very frustrated in her job search because she says, gosh, I've been really at this for a couple months, and I'm just not getting any success. And I said, well, let me ask you this. Are you using the same resume each time? Yes. She said, why wouldn't I? I said, okay, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. But when you just have it and you're on maybe the LinkedIn job search board or Monster or Indeed, are you just seeing a job and hitting apply and uploading your resume? Yes, but I do a different cover letter each time. I know. <laughs> I say, okay, well, that's one step. But if you're applying over and over again, but just not taking that extra step because it takes too long or that's a little bit more work and you think it's all going to happen in the cover letter, that's not going to cut it. It doesn't show that you care enough to take the extra step to really try and prove to yourself as well as the company that you'd be a match for that position as well as the company.
1: Right. And also, and I hear a lot of individuals who are in the job market, they get frustrated thinking I've applied for so many jobs and I'm not getting any calls, any follow-ups, any feedback. And so for me, I said, well, that's your opportunity to take inventory, right? What is your marketing tool? What are you putting out there? If it's not working, what tweaks, what modifications, what changes could you make to get a follow-up call, some kind of feedback regarding your application submission or your resume submission for a job. So I think it's, for me, And it's totally the individual's choice in terms of the outcome they want. I'm thinking if you're applying for a job, the outcome you want is the opportunity to interview, right? I would hope so. (laughs) I I would hope so as well, right? And so do the necessary due diligence on the front end to organize your resume in the way that puts your best face or your your best skills forward. Because you have to think about, you are competing in a global job market, individuals who bring strong skills just as you do. And your question is, what do you need to do? How can I stand out, right? How can I separate myself from the pool of talent that's applying for the same position that I'm applying for? So I encourage individuals to have that mindset of what can I do to stand out as a potential candidate for the position to get the opportunity to get the interview? And it really boils down to really having a really, really strong resume that tells your story that relates to the job opportunity.
0: So let me ask you a question that's just popped in my head as you were talking. I was speaking to somebody recently and she was laid off from a retail clothing company Mm -hmm. and she was a a key manager. So she was, you know, had some, some leadership responsibility and she had some store management responsibility and she saw another position with another retail clothing company that looked very similar, maybe had a little bit extra, um, responsibility that she could have handled but in her mind uh, it was just as simple to say well you know if i had 10 years experience at this retail clothing company and you're hiring me for basically the same thing then it should just be a wash so she didn't make any adjustments to her resume what what could somebody do in that case when you're really looking for a lateral move maybe within the same industry but you don't get the call back how, how do you look at your resume
1: differently then Right. And so, well, one thing she has in common, she's in retail, so she's going from one retail position to another, it's the same industry. Now, how one company operates in the retail industry versus another could be totally different. So her scope of duties with her previous employer versus what the other companies looking for could be slightly different. So again, it goes back to taking a moment to read the job requirements, what's listed in the job announcement, What is the company looking for and how do you take the time to communicate via your resume that you possess those skills, knowledge, and experience? And again, to alleviate as much guesswork as possible that you are the ideal candidate, to allow your resume to tell the story. I am the ideal candidate for the position based on what's listed on my resume, as it relates to what's listed in the job posting or the job announcement.
0: That's such a key phrase there to make sure that you're not making them do extra work to try and figure out how it ties together.
1: Right. Because with my background, 20 years of experience on the staff and recruiting talent acquisition side, we look at so many resumes, right? And what we're looking for is which of the top five are a good match for us to get over to the hiring leader to consider to interview. So that we just don't have time to guess if you're qualified or not. We need the resume to tell your story. And I encourage individuals to, to strongly make sure, or definitely to make sure that the resume relates to the job, the position itself.
0: So even in you know, my example, if you had a lateral move between company and company, the mm-hmm. more you know about the corporate culture of that other organization, whether it matches the one you came from, mm-hmm. that could be something to highlight. And therefore, it would pop out at someone, oh, she's already with this company. We we know that company, but we didn't know that that's how their training system happened. Or Exactly.
1: Yeah. And I encourage just do a little due diligence, do your homework, do a little research on the company to, yeah, to, to help yourself stand out. Yeah.
0: What is your advice with now in terms of so many systems are, are filtering resumes through whether it's an HRIS or if it's just some sort of filtering system that's looking for keywords? Are there certain things that people should do? Does, do people have to go have a resume writer, for instance, or are there things that they can do to help ensure that at least they get past some of those buffers?
1: Right. it is On well, today's market, again, because companies get so many resumes, it's important to make sure that your resume is ATS-friendly, and that's applicant tracking system-friendly, so that when your rep resume is uploaded into the portal, that most of the information feeds in that relates to um, what the job is looking for, and that your, your buzzwords will speak to what's listed in a job posting. So making a small investment to make sure um, your resume is ATS-friendly is just one step that gets you closer to your resume getting to the right individual to get the interview. Very good.
0: So do you have any pointers on things that you know that people are making big mistakes on frequently in terms of using their resume maybe not as the best marketing tool for them?
1: Well, again, just using a resume they've used for years and haven't taken the time to update the resume. Um, Another thing I see is similar to the retail situation where it's the same industry the job is similar so they assume that hey i don't have to modify my resume because i'm currently doing a similar role with my company or the previous company that speaks to the other company however if you're not getting any callbacks or any feedback regarding your application submission then it's just an opportunity to say okay what tweaks what modifications can i make um and also the importance of having buzzwords on your resume, buzzwords that relate to what's listed in the job posting or the job announcement, again, that does move or feed your resume to the top of the stack in terms of being considered or um, to be viewed for consideration. I agree.
0: One of the things I was thinking about as you were talking about having similar positions, because sometimes people have also had similar positions within many companies mm-hmm. and they'll cut and paste the same job duties and over and over. So I worked for this company and I did these three things. I worked for mm-hmm. these companies, I did the same three things. And that doesn't tell me a lot about what you're really capable of and what the depth of. And and so I always would look at that and say, you know, you, you've also have to tell me more than I was responsible for opening and closing the store.
1: Right. What does that mean? Opening the store, what does that involve, right? How did you have to set up the store to get started? What are some of the duties and responsibilities there? What's what's the closing process? Give us more more detail regarding the opening and closing. And again, it goes back to taking a look at the job posting and looking at if that's a requirement for the position for the company that's seeking talent, what does opening and closing look like? What is, do you have to get the Do you What does that look like? And how do you include those bullet points in your resume? Yeah, very good point.
0: Absolutely. One other thing that I was thinking of also is, and I know with many of the guests I've had on here, we've been talking about the role of LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And I still see a number of people who just use LinkedIn as a placeholder for their resume, Mm -hmm. but they don't necessarily, they're not active, number one, which can be a problem, but they don't necessarily have their LinkedIn profile match their resume. And so you don't want to have different material out there that's showing different sides because then the job seeker who's going to look at the LinkedIn profile is going to say, well, why does this say this and this says
1: something else? Right. Very good point, Michael. And LinkedIn is a very good portal. Actually, this is a tip for job seekers. LinkedIn is a very good Portal to seek job opportunities because most companies have a LinkedIn presence. Will post our positions on LinkedIn. You can actually inbox the individual who posts a position for the company to get your resume um, through the portal. Another way because from through LinkedIn the resume goes directly to the individual who reviews resumes versus the application portal. It goes into this hub, and you have to kind of be sifted through to get to the top. Whereas you do if you utilize LinkedIn. Um, with a really good resume, it gets right in front of the individual who's seeking talent for that particular job opening. So um, on another note, definitely for job seekers is to utilize LinkedIn as a tool for searching for a position along with Indeed and some of the other job search portals.
0: Yeah, I agree. Also with LinkedIn, I think it's important where, what you can learn. So you have spoken gr- quite a bit about you know researching that company and understanding that. Yeah. Company, not only the position but the company and you can learn a lot by seeing what senior leaders or you know leaders in that company think about their company how they're promoting it and I know that right now you're joining us from a Hilton hotel I was thinking about how the CEO has been putting up a bunch of posts lately at uh, Hilton as he's been traveling to different Hilton properties all around the world yeah. and his verbiage and the things that he's posting tells his story about what's important and he highlights the teams where he is and he highlights the manager there and the beauty of the property. And that tells me something about that company and that organization, their pride in their people and their pride in their, in their facilities. And you can get that kind of information and make sure that you can pull that through in your resume and cover letter as well to say, look, I believe the same way you do.
1: Right. And And allow your resume to say that I relate to your culture, your vision, your values, your your cultural structure relates to something that's important to me as a professional as well. Indeed. Yes. I love it. Indeed. And without a doubt.
0: Yeah. So um, as I spend time with everybody, I always ask them a couple little questions. And one sure. is really kind of a reflective tool because with 20, you know, some years in the industry in HR and talent acquisition, you've seen a lot of changes. Yeah. You Yes. For yourself you sought for the businesses that you work for and for what you're doing right now and empowerment with people yeah. so knowing what you know now if you could go back in time to any point in time and talk to the younger jackie give her any advice that would have shocked her potential farther faster or kept you on the same path yeah. what point in time would you go back to jackie
1: and what would you tell her the exact things i'm sharing with you the viewers today is to do your due diligence do your homework Early on in my career, I just had a rote resume, just like you said, three bullet points, copy paste. Okay, send that out. Not getting any feedback, so I would say, just what I'm sharing now, from my personal experience as well, is just do your due diligence, plan, um, make your resume really strong and robust to um, get you in front of the hiring leader to get you know to get the interview. So I, I, yes, that's from my own experience and what I share, what I've shared over the years.
0: I agree so much, it makes me cringe as I saw you cringe too, because I think of times when I used that old resume. Yeah. And I, you know, I speak up to a lot of people who are either transitioning back into the workplace. They've Mm -hmm. maybe stayed on to take care of family or people who've worked for a company for most of their career. And now there's layoffs or companies closing and they're thinking, well, what do I do? And here's my resume. Mm -hmm. The world is different today. And if you
1: don't take that time to really
0: reflect on it and try and update it, it will cost you more in terms of lack of responses than right. positive opportunities.
1: Right. And just cause this level of frustration. You'll, you'll wonder why am I not getting any feedback? And another thing we could talk about maybe another time is that when you've taken some time off for personal reasons, whether it's whatever, and you have the gap in your resume, how to create your resume to tell the story of the gap without any guesswork. So, um,
0: I would love any feedback that you have on that right now, because I know that that was brought up with another one of my speakers. So I'd love to have your input on that.
1: Right. And so let's say, for example, if an individual has decided for, which I've worked with um, many professionals who decided to start a family and take a few years off to nurture the family, just to be at home. And there's a two, four, sometimes six year gap, where you tell the story of your previous job, what you did there. um, and, And pretty much in the gap phase, Um, a summary that you decided to take personal time off for personal reasons to nurture family. And the thing is to just speak to what the company is looking for regarding your relevant experience. So you don't spend too much time talking about the gap for personal reasons, but talking about your relevant experience that relates to the job.
0: That's really important. I was thinking about somebody who on a
1: resume once
0: to me for their gap period, they they wrote in CEO of my family, you know, CEO of the... <laughs> <laughs> right, yes, exactly. That was
1: clever, that's-
0: but when yes. I interviewed that person, they were very, they wanted to spend a lot of time explaining why they did it and what it, and I, I didn't really, I understand if you have taken time off that, yes. that that's self explanatory, right. but you could have told me that during that time to keep your skills sharp... You watched a TED Talk every day. You went to a conference. You maintained, you know, going to chamber meetings, whatever. Something that would tell me that even though you were still doing that, or I was on PTA, right. I was room monitor, whatever. Something right. that, me that you were still maintaining, knowing that you wanted to keep hone your st- skills
1: okay. and keep them, keep them sharp. Keep your skills sharp and relevant. Right. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. I agree. So,
0: yeah. And it, you shouldn't have to apologize for it. So don't apologize yeah. to it, but don't try
1: it something crazier than it was (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. because I totally respect that individuals who make that that choice and so the question is now that you're looking to insert yourself back into the job job market how do you position yourself to get an interview to get the job to move forward right
0: yeah absolutely and that's that's the that's the key what we're looking for so as we end here I can't believe this time goes so fast I I have I've had so much fun every one of these Um, A couple things. I know we'll have all your contact information on on the page with your interview, but what are the best ways for people to reach you?
1: The best ways for people to reach me is my website, JacquelineHayes.world. You can follow me on my social media channels, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, um, at Jacqueline Hayes as well. And um, regarding all three of my books, all three of the books can be found on my website as well as Amazon.com. And will you just take a moment and and, uh, give the titles of your books? Yeah, the title of my three books is the first book is Unfoldings, A Woman's Journey. The title of the second book, which is the most popular book, is You Are Enough, A Guide to Love, Joy, Peace, Freedom, and Acceptance. And the title of my most recent book is Blossom, Discover the Beautiful Flower Within. All about empowerment, helping individuals um, realize that they have something of value to offer the world and to realize that they are truly special and amazing and have something of value to offer the world.
0: And that's so important because job seekers, when you are in the middle of a job search, especially Mm -hmm. if you are out of work, Uh it is stressful.
1: It is stressful. You feel alone. Correct.
0: You can also, if you are not getting any responses, you can feel, oh my gosh,
1: there's something wrong with me. You can question your worth, your value, your significance, if you're relevant, all those things, right? Again, and to, to support individuals, uh, to not go down that path in terms of confidence, little things you can do, which we talked about during this conversation is how to take a look at your resume. Is it working for you? Make a few tweaks and modifications um, to see if you'll get, you know, if you'll get different feedback. So yeah.
0: That's and that's an interesting way to look at it, to think about, it. if you were selling a product mm-hmm. and your sales pitch didn't work, you wouldn't look at yourself and say, I failed. You'd say my sales pitch doesn't work. Okay. Your resume is your sales pitch, and if it's not working, instead of saying, I'm not valuable here, to say, why doesn't my sales pitch work?
1: Right, because I am a good product, right? I really have something of value, something amazing to offer the company, the employer. I just need the opportunity to get the interview to do that, and that's what the resume does. It says, hey, I'm worth talking to. I bring value and really strong skills to the organization, and I would like the opportunity to join your amazing team to offer value. So, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, I that it it's been such a pleasure. And before we wrap up,
0: do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of
1: advice for our viewers? What I would say to our job seekers is to know your value, pay attention to the job market and to communicate your value, value relevant skills to a potential employer and to a potential employer in a way to say, I'm a candidate worth talking to. And here's why I do have something to offer. And for um, another thing to share with job seekers is to get out of the mindset of thinking that a company or organization owes them something or obligated to hire or interview because that's not true. Companies are trying to not only stay relevant in today's job market, but just stay alive because it's super competitive. So as a job seeker, what I, what I a pearl of wisdom I would encourage individuals to consider is think about what value you can offer the company and how you can make the company better and allow that to be your mindset during your job search process, during the interview, during the offer phase, thinking I bring something of value to the organization. I'm excited about the opportunity and um, looking forward to partnering and um, to have that mindset of what can I offer of value, right? Absolutely.
0: Because that, that's what a company is looking for, the right, right fit to right. help right. them on their objectives.
1: Correct. Absolutely.
0: Oh, Jackie, thank you so much. It has been such a pleasure having you on today.
1: Thank you so much. This has been so wonderful. Thank you very much and all the best to you. Thank you. I'm looking forward
0: to staying connected because, you know, with everyone that I've had, it's I've just had these wonderful connections with people that are really making a difference. And I know that you're going to make a difference for our viewers today. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and like our podcast. And for more information, find us at shockyourpotential.com and shockyourpotentialpodcast.com.